we sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Good evening. Welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design and the District Edina. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your early evening with some booze and conversation. Tonight, there may be some math. Uh, we are joined by Tom Wasman, uh, a principal and CEO at Minneapolis-based Firm Ground Architects and Engineers. Tom, welcome to Drink in the Style. Thank you. Glad to be here. The math thing is only half in jest. You're not really going to ask us. See, I know that you have an architect's background, architecture background, Correct. and design. Yes. All right, but <laughs> there's no computation that we're going to have. We'll not do any structural computations tonight. No. Excellent. All right. Oh, this is exciting. Once again, after a long hiatus while he was doing work in, we're going to say Northern Sahara, our coctologist at the moment. The man who's making so many women who are fond of making bad decisions happy to have back. Dan Newkirk, welcome to Drink in the Style. <laughs> that was excellent. Welcome back, Greg. Thank you very much. <laughs> My pleasure. Yeah, you've pretty much made a career out of women who make bad decisions. Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> Still in business. I've missed you, man. It's been a crazy few uh, weeks, ranging into months, and uh, it's good to have you back in the coctology chair. <laughs> We are making what as our drink this evening? Mojitos. Uh, mojitos, they're uh, every bartender's worst nightmare if they don't really like doing the whole bartending job, which is about 95% of them. Um, <laughs> eat a meatball. That's true. Uh, I, I would just say that, you know, that the job is to get the people they want. And uh, with all the craziness going on in the world today, people want familiarity. They want security. They want things that they remember being Freaking delicious, delightful, bringing back good memories, good times. And who the hell has a bad memory of a mojito? Oh, absolutely not. That is a wow. That is deeply philosophical and absolutely I'm, I'm on serious. target. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Because the mojito is. I mean, you know, mojito had a huge day. It was the all the rage. What three, four years ago? Two, three years ago? I have no sense of time. Or, or, yeah, I mean, or nineteen seventies Cuba. Or 1920s, yeah, of course, of course. But then it, it renaissanced. Yeah, the, the Everybody 80s and the 90s, them. it was a big thing. They had a resurgence back in the uh, the mid-2000s. Um, they never really went away. No. Uh, it's just more of a, a home bar thing. It's actually not that difficult to make. Um, that's why I have so much mint in my uh, in my herb garden right now. You've done a uh, – so so Dan has been doing a little bit of prep work, and he's already loaded the glasses with mint. And we're talking like – a complete weed garden of mint. I mean, this is a huge amount. I was I was in Guadalajara uh, late last year, and I found a Cuban bar, and the salsa dancing was uh, the first thing that that I want to go back to. Excellent. But then the mojito was crazy. So you know, the nuanced way of doing things, you take all the mint out of the glass, and it's very clean. But you see the mint flavor; uh, it's it's very whitewashed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the old Cuban style of it, you just you put everything in the glass, and you just go after it, and you let it sit in the glass. And you're not necessarily picking up big chunks of teeth, but the bottom of the glass is just filled with all the greens and the, the lime. It's delicious. Which is awesome. My wife is always telling me to eat more vegetables, and here it is. There you go. Right? It's a health it's perfect. Food. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's just lime, limes, and vegetables. Yeah. Well, I'm glad the mojito is back. So let's uh, let's start some mixing music. And Dan, tell us how you make your home-style gritty mojito. So you just take your uh, your sugar. Just go just go one to one, equal parts sugar to water. Uh, let that mix up a little bit. To create you a do, simple syrup. Yep, one and a half ounces of your Bacardi uh, or whatever kind of white rum you want to use. Silver rum is what you're supposed to use. 
about a half ounce to three quarters of lime juice, uh, preferably fresh squeezed. Uh, just a bushel, bushel of mint just to pack down. Mm. Uh, and then top it off with soda water. But funny thing, uh, I forgot soda water today. So maybe back in the day when they were first making, uh, you know, mojitos, they didn't have carbonated water. So we're going to primitively drink mojitos today. <laughs> I like it. Well, back in the day, they didn't necessarily have ice in Cuba yeah. that they were bringing down. I saw so, some interesting PBS show on how they used to chop ice out of the Great Lakes and then ship it down in sawdust to South American destinations. Wow. Yeah, we get uh, continuing education credit uh, for history miners on this, <laughs> on this program. All right. So uh, so how much uh, uh, lime juice did you say for a given, uh, for a given mojito? Uh, typically a half ounce to three quarters. It really depends on the size of your glass. I'm using a typical Collins glass, which is the... Uh, the, the mojito glass. Okay. But you know, it also comes to taste. Uh, if you if you like the the particular flavors you get uh, out of out of uh, citrus, then I would definitely go higher. But a lot of people like them sweet. I like balance in my life. Yeah, everything is about balance. And you are again, just as to 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 clarify, you're actually making each mojito in its own glass. So you're not muddling in a yari separately or something like that. Nope. This is all bespoke, which is actually kind of cool because you know what. So during the COVID crisis and quarantine... Makeshift bars and such? Yes. Well, I was going to say our dishwasher broke, <laughs> which is a special kind of hell. Oh, um, when you can't get a repair person in, you get a family of four. Oh, yeah. So we've learned to really make do with fewer and fewer dishes. So seeing you make that mojito and validate making that mojito in the actual Collins glass is worth a lot. Yeah, and you just saw me do the quick squeeze. Uh, because it's on our new menu at uh, Mill Valley Kitchen, I made about a thousand of these so far, so I have the squeeze down to a science. Excellent, excellent. And Mill Valley is, by the way, open, obviously. Uh, we are now kind of into the loosening of the period in the COVID crisis. So Mill Valley's open, and they've got a great patio out there. Uh, yep, we have, uh, we have them 50 maximum seats, which is outstanding. Uh, properly socially distanced, of course. Um, easy access to the bathroom. You don't have to come inside if you don't want to, but uh, we do have a system in place for either other entry. That's that's awesome. And then the other restaurants, by the way, we should point out, are uh, also open. Benedict's in Wyzetta is open on the patio. Yep. Uh, we, uh, we do have uh, some more patio space coming soon. Uh, we've only opened up half so far just due to the, the crazy times. Okay. Um, and then uh, Benedict's down in Rochester? Uh, Benedict's Rochester is about to start opening. Uh, they've had some more issues over there as well. So. Okay. Fair enough. And, of course, uh, with everything going on downtown, we won't uh, talk about any downtown locations at this particular point. TBD. <laughs> the whole world is TBD. Yep. All right. And since the mojito is an involved drink and uh, you're in the process of doing that, we're going to, while you're finishing that, go straight to Tom and ask him this week's random question, which is completely not random in any way, but I like saying random. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here's the question. As an architect, if you could only design in a single architectural style for the rest of your lifetime, what would that be? That's a tough question. Mm. Um, I guess if I was going to go with things that have influenced me, I'd probably say Art Deco. Really? Yes. Okay. I've got a huge collection of 1933 World's Fair paraphernalia. I'm 39, and the, that sort of set the Art Deco stage, as it were. And this January before the COVID hit the fan, we were in uh, Miami Beach. Mm -hmm. So we took the we took the walking tour of all the uh, Art Deco oh. buildings down there. It was it was incredible. 
That must have been absolutely fabulous. You're it right. Was. Miami Beach is like still the uh, the holy grail of of Art Deco yep. standing design. Right. right. The World's Fair of '39 was that in France? Was that in Paris or New York? New York. It was New York, yep. and it was the launch of the uh, of the entire movement. All right. Um, I, I support that 100. percent I love Art Deco. By the way, maybe we can talk right. a little bit more about it. Cool. I think an updated Art Deco is going to be, I think, trending. Going forward, I we're going to try the uh, the mojitos in between the break, so we can spare ourselves on the drinking noise, <laughs> Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Stick with us, ladies and gentlemen. You can't go anywhere anyway. <laughs> Chicago, Chicago. What I got a whale? Gets you around. I bet your bottom dollar. You... This is Dr. Sarah Brewer and Dr. Lashonda Jung from Roots Chiropractic. We all want a higher quality of life, but making that happen can be difficult. At Roots Chiropractic, we specialize in light touch specific neurological adjustments to support your body's natural ability to heal. From birth trauma to everyday bumps and falls and life's daily stresses, at Roots we offer natural drug-free solutions to keep every baby, child, parent, and grandparent thriving. Are you ready to restore your energy and achieve overall health? We are located off of Minnetonka Boulevard in St. Louis Park. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram or on the web at rootschiropracticmn.com. Book your first appointment online today. Mention that you're an AM 950 listener and receive the VIP discount of 50% off your initial exam. Roots Chiropractic, located in the Texatonka Plaza in St. Louis Park. Roots Chiropractic, empower your life and health. Nobody. Till somebody loves you, you're nobody. Till somebody cares, you might be king, <laughs> might possess. Sing it, Francis. No, I'm playing polo or something. Like that. Welcome Love back to Drinking the Style. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and my guest this evening is Tom Wasmoen. See, I didn't uh, screw up Wasmoen. No, it's perfect. Thank you very much. Is it uh, Irish or Polish? It's Norwegian via Ellis Island. Ah, gotcha. Completely shortened and uh, manipulated from probably, who knows? Yes, it means roughly the farm by the water or something to that effect <laughs> so, in Norwegian. So. It's better than the van down by the river, so it's fine. <laughs> Actually, I think it was probably the 19th century equivalent. Yeah, that was the translation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've, seen, I've seen the home the home place. It probably is pretty close to that. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, we are joined by Tom Wasman from Firm Ground Architecture and Engineering. <sighs> All right, Tom. Yes. Introduce us, if you would, to – and by, by the way, I just want to say, I mean, every time I introduce someone, I mention the name of their firm, and I will not lie, I'm quietly judging you for the name of your firm. Well, good. And in your case, I love Firm Ground Thank as you. a name. Tell us about it. Do you want the story about how we named it? would love to. Okay. So can I say a dirty word on the – Air or not? Yes, please. Hell yes. Okay. So, actually, wait. Fuck yes. Okay. That way we can use Amy's. <laughs> the yes, first time yes. we've ever had a swear word on the show, actually. Oh, dear. Okay. So, yeah. so 11 years ago, you know, it was 2009, and we were working for a development company that um, the guy who owned the place comes to us and says, hey, I'm not paying you for January. And this was February 4th. Okay. And so we had, like, we had five people or seven people left in that group. And we took them out to Bunnies, and we're like, well, what do we do? 
And one of the guys says, you know, we're fucking genius architects and engineers. You ought to be able to come up with something. <laughs> and I said, Pat, that's it. You just named the company F-G-A-N-E. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fabulous. So, but then we went home and, and we said, oh, we started a company today. What would you call it? Uh, what's the FG stand for, I think, is what one of the kids said. And we were like, uh, feeling groovy? Uh, <laughs> so we came nice. back together and said, you know, it's great, but we can't put it on a letterhead, so let's work on that. And, you know, so we wanted people to know we were standing on firm ground because we'd come out of a uh, development company that was kind of shaky at the end. So we wanted to have a reputational break, and firm ground was good, and then... My son-in-law's uh, uncle, actually, who I knew before I knew my son-in-law, he's like, wow, that's got bi- biblical, you know, kind of undertones. I'm like, cool. Okay, that's fine. Special bonus, <laughs> and uh, didn't, don't tell them what it actually stood for. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> that's so, a great story. So, so, if, Dave, so, so if Dave listens to, listens to this, it'll be the first time he's heard that. <laughs> but, but hold on. Let, let's circle back a little bit. Like, Because uh, what I heard is you knew your son-in-law's dad before. His, his uncle. It's an uncle, uncle, so still in the family. That, that's kind of a, a thing that gives you a good feeling, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because there's nothing worse than not knowing the family and, you know, finding out you got a, a shitbag situation going on. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we knew his uncles before we knew him. We were, he, his uncles owned some property over by the U of M, and we've uh, been dealing with them on some stuff. And it's helpful. I was over there for a meeting one day, and I hear this, hi, Tom, and I turn around, and here's my future son-in-law, Neil. I'm like, Neil, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm working for my uncles. I'm like, Dave and Tom are your uncles? Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, cool. Okay. So just small world weird stuff. You know, it's like Neil and Chelsea grew up five minutes apart from each other but met going to college in Eau Claire. So mm. it's like – The world is a strange place, isn't yes. it? I mean, so. it was then. It, now it's just totally off the charts. <laughs> All that said, I will tell you that when I get back to my office, I'm changing your Salesforce uh, business name uh, <laughs> right away. So you can look forward to that arriving in the mail well, with some great. marketing pieces. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, but Firm Ground, which so, is what we'll run with from now. Tell yeah. us about Firm Ground and the type of work that you guys do. So Firm Ground eleven, is an 11-year-old firm with 11 people. And we have uh, licensed architects. We have architects in training, um, production staff, and an interior designer who's just terrific, and an um, office manager who keeps us all in line. You got to have that. Yep, absolutely. And we are at the beginning of, and you know, I'm I'm not a young guy, so I sat down and did ten year plan. I said, I'm gonna be 69 at the end of this. I want to be 20 people in two years, not 10. So um, before you know, kind of the COVID hit the fan, mm-hmm. we were just getting launched on kind of growth mode, and that's that was good because we had a lot of stuff in the in the pipeline. So it's carried us through and. We're doing okay, and everybody's still employed, and and uh, we actually two of the people were part time, and we're trying to keep them busy as much as we can because they've lost all other jobs. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I should touch on that. So one of the guys is uh, the um, chief technical lighting designer for the Children's Theater Company, and he wanted to learn more about how lighting works in the real world, mm. and so he just wanted to come on work a few hours a week. You know, and kind of figure out how things fit together. And so he's suddenly ended up with a (laughs) 
a uh, six-week uh, crash course in how to do Revit and how lighting <laughs> design works and re- reflected ceilings and, uh, you know, all those things. So it's See, now been interesting for him. That, that's interesting in a general sense. So, so he does commercial – he does theatrical lighting yep. essentially. Yep. He wants and to understand residential. Was, yep. Well, and, and commercial. And our thought was, well, it would be great to have somebody with a little bit of – you know, to create a little, little bit more theater with the lighting we do in our projects. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a nice – Value add, so it was a good two-way street for us. So I love that idea. I think that's actually really, really cool. So, thus, every time yeah. you walk into an <laughs> to a firm ground building, there's gonna be a spotlight uh, <laughs> coming on, and maybe a microphone that drops down. There you go, and a teleprompter, <laughs> or you can sing. You know, you know, buddy, till somebody loves you. <laughs> oh, nicely done, nicely done. Did you catch that last week, by the way, in the show? I actually was singing. Oh, I saw it. No, oh, I heard it actually. You can't see the video stream. The video stream's not available. Yeah, we had some technical problems. Yeah, go after yourself. I know, I know. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> nevertheless, that's uh, that, that's awesome. So you do both residential and commercial. Yep. Uh, obviously. So I'll tell you what. Let's start with the residential. Okay. A couple quick questions before we go through that. And, okay. Uh, we're running through. So all right. You guys do custom well, – we were talking briefly about the difference between custom home plans and uh, planned home plans. Yeah, out of, the, out of the magazine or whatever. So a planned home is something that's a prefab uh, plan that's, that's – Yeah, you spend 1500 bucks, you get a set of plans in the mail. Okay. You take them to your favorite contractor, mm-hmm. he builds them. A, B, okay. or C. Yep. Easy peasy. Yep. It works for 90% of the people out there. Okay. Sure. So oh. – so but 90... then you get somebody who wants something special, wants something different. They've got a site that's really cool. Okay. They've got a vision or a vision for something. They've got a view that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then they want to do something a little more custom than they can pull out of a book. And that's where it's really a good idea to hire an architect. We've got a young man, uh, Nate Dodge. He, he's, he's a boomerang for us. He started with us 10 years ago uh, as a student intern went and worked for a company that was doing residential design for about 10 years and just came back. And so um, he's he's he loves it. And so he's drilling into that a little bit for us and bringing us, you know, some new connections with builders that he's worked with in the past and it's it's fun. So that's a great uh, a great synergy in the sense of somebody coming out and then bringing that data and that information back and, mm-hmm. and growing. Yep. Um no, oh, we're almost out of town but uh, for the segment, but maybe we'll come back to it. But I would ask very quickly, if you had one word to describe the trend in residential custom house building for 2020, 2021, other than rubble, <laughs> what? you got something? Uh, can we can we come back to it after the break? I'll think oh, it over. I love it. It's a cliffhanger. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, stick with us. We have an answer in just a moment. I've been thinking of. This song has always held a very special spot in my heart because it's the first song I ever recorded. Hey there. Yes! I've never made a move. You want to laugh, Sam? Go out and sit in the audience. <laughs> hey there. What the hell do you want, Sam? <laughs> Baby. Welcome back. <laughs> To drink in the style on AM 950 Radio, the progressive voice of Minnesota, available as a podcast 
on iTunes or pretty much everywhere, but Spotify, maybe sometime in the future. There's a different business Gotta model. Gotta get that Joe Rogan money right there for we Spotify. Need, <laughs> we need that sweet, sweet Rogan money. You're right. You're right. Uh, or you can just go to drinkinthestyle.com and you can stream it there or am950radio.com and you can stream the roughly 60 shows that we've done to date, uh, as I understand it. I'm Gregory Rich. I am your host and... We are uh, speaking with uh, with Tom Wasmoen. Why can't I say your name, Wasmoen? You have too many syllables. Wasmoen. Wasmoen. Yep. My dad used to say he he had he told a receptionist once, "My name is Wasmoen, like Wasmoen the lawn." <laughs> so the next thing he knows notices is she's she's on the phone with her boss saying, "Mr. Lawn is here to see you." <laughs> nice. I love that story. It was a good it's idea. one of my favorite dad stories. <laughs> Mr. Lawn. All right, we got Tom Lawn from uh, from F G A and E, and don't ask us what that stands for. Um, our, our musical notes. We should quickly go over our musical notes uh, for those of you who are enjoying our tour of uh, Frank Sinatra's greatest studio albums. I actually took a break from the studio albums this week, and instead we have gone full Rat Pack with an album titled variously either Frank Sinatra live or Rat Pack live at the Villa Venice in 1962. This album is basically a recording of their more or less concert stand-up skit that uh, they would do all over the country. Uh, Sounded highly extemporaneous, but in fact was well planned out. Sammy Davis uh, talking about some of his musical history. Dean Martin (laughs) playing his role as... What the hell does temporaneous mean? Extemporaneous. Ex- what, what does that mean? You don't know extemporaneous? I couldn't even figure it out what the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I very rarely stop you for a word because I'm not dumb. But that one threw me for a loop. <laughs> it doesn't exist. I made it up. Thanks for calling. Heard. <laughs> Extemporaneous would be uh, would be uh, 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 in the um, moment. Thank you very much. In yeah. the moment. A series of in the moment, exciting, ad hoc. I can come up with a million other. I, I got all the other ones. I've never heard that one. It's a good one. Isn't and they it? drank during their shows too. They okay. did. They did. Although interestingly <laughs> enough, what did so Frank Sinatra would drink whiskey during the show from time to time because he drank as did all of them. But more often than not, especially midpoint in the show, what was the uh, liquor or the liquid that he was drinking? It was it looked like bourbon, but in fact was Coke, tea, and honey. Tea and honey. He would oh, lubricate his, oh. his vocal cords with tea and honey, but he would tell everyone that it was Jack Daniels because that was his persona. Sure. Right? Oh. My uh, glass is actually Jack Daniels yeah. bourbon because <laughs> I don't like honey tea and I'm not singing. <laughs> anyway, this is a good album. This is a fun album. Uh, you know, Live at the Sands, I think, is a similar uh, uh, album, similar tracks uh, and repartee. Uh, this one's a little hard to come by, but it's it, it's a ton of fun. So um, if I'm going to give it a grass rating, the Gregory Rich album acquisition scale, <laughs> um, you've got to buy it because it's very rare and worth something. But you can probably find more interesting versions of this stand-up concert in different places. What did you make up the grass rating? What did I make up in the grass? When did you make up the grass rating? On this particular one? Just when did you make up your rating of acronym of grass? <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. All right, that's fair. All right, all right. You've had this in the back pocket for a while. It's the first time hearing of it, actually. No, yes, you have. So you haven't been on the show for a while. We have been doing the Gregory Rich album acquisition scale, 
or grass. Brett, can you confirm this? Brett? Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, go with yeah, it. He's, yeah. he's had it a couple of weeks. Yeah, but his, his voice did get pretty high, though. Yeah. The voice goes up high if I'm defensive, yes. <laughs> I admit that is true. But also sometimes when I'm exaggerated. <laughs> or exa- not exaggerated, when I'm exasperated. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so it's the grass scale. <laughs> And it also was born when, my, when, when I was bought a turntable uh, at the end of last year, and I started buying uh, 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 vinyl albums. And since we're talking about vinyl albums, as a real quick before we get back to Tom, who has been sitting here politely, uh, I want to do a, a quick shout-out. Brian Oak, tremendous friend of the show, is now working with uh, the record uh, store in Hopkins, yep. uh, which is called um, Crap. If you Google uh, Vinyl Records, Hopkins, Minnesota, you will it's come up with It's the only that. record store in Hopkins. It is. And they've got some some great, great albums. And they've got some great setups for COVID. They'll run the albums. You can buy them online. They will run them out to you if you would like. They Mill City mm-hmm. Sound? Yes. Brett Johnson, yes. thank you so much. Huge shout out, shout out to Mill City Sound as a great uh, vinyl uh, album uh, uh, store in, in Hopkins. Check it out. And uh, Brian is a big fan as well. So. Are you getting paid for that? No, no. But you know what? He's I'm a homie. Gonna, you know what? It's, it's all it's all part of the service to you. Uh, so then, a, a, you know, just kind of bald face uh, promo for uh, Robbinsdale. We got two shops in town that sell vinyl records like mad. So Fly, Fly, okay, and uh, finds on Broadway. So lots of vinyl there. But they're rioting there, aren't they? Things are quiet in Hopkins. It's just, <laughs> just just on my block in the middle of the night. Otherwise, we're cool. I'm sorry. No, that's great. You should know the various uh, uh, vinyl uh, album uh, uh, locations because it's cool. I got to admit, it's it's nice. It's all fun. right. Yeah. So let's talk about stuff that actually might be beneficial to our listeners. Other than that, um, we talked about the residential. Yes. We left a cliffhanger. Yes. Do you remember the cliffhanger? What's the trend in residential? Exactly. What did you come up with? Well, I just was telling you guys, and and it was a joke, you know, that in the last week the uh, safe room has come back as a trend. But uh, makes sense. I mean, seriously. You know, the uh, the thing that it's interesting to me is that we have a lot of connections with realtors, and um, you know, for years and years and years, millennials especially have been buying apartments, and uh, they're suddenly realizing that. Sheltering in place in a one-bedroom apartment sucks. Mm-hmm. And so they're driving the housing market up. So uh, people are looking for comfort. They're looking for some space. They're looking for uh, – I think they're still looking for place to be able to entertain friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so Especially we, since they can't go to restaurants. Right. Well, you know, that's, that's true. But, um, you know, like when we remodeled our house, you know, we'll have 50 people over at a time and – Three quarters of them are standing in the kitchen slash great room, so it's just kind of the way it is. So mm-hmm. that part doesn't change much. Um, I think that uh, you know, just people are looking for warmth. They're looking for you know, they're looking for comfort. So um, it is. There's a bit of a, a renaissance, or a, I'm not going to call that. I'm just going to call it an appreciation for your home. Mm-hmm. You know, in the before times. When we were all out constantly working and meeting people in different restaurants and bars and coming in, the home was almost just like the default crash pad mm-hmm. for almost all Americans. And now after we've been in our homes for months and months on end, there's a realization of how important it is and how it affects you. Yep. So, well, 
I'm friends with Dave Peterson, who's with M.A. MA Peterson. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of custom homework. And mm-hmm. he says, we help people love their home. So yeah. if you like your home but you don't love it, I mean, it's time to make a change. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Possibly true. So. But you also do a lot of commercial. Yeah, and... we, we cut our, you know. We're a commercial firm that does residential, so. Okay. Yeah. Which is great. I oh, now See, now I'm torn on which direction I take this next question because <laughs> I love the concept that more commercial concepts are being integrated into people's homes because why wouldn't they be? I mean, mm-hmm. there's that use. But I want to talk quickly about the restaurant industry, hospitality okay. in general and restaurants in, in specific. Um, and Newkirk, this, of course, will – Will well, be near you and know dear. I'll chime in, so that's fine. So what do you? So what? What are you thinking in terms of restaurant design? Oh boy, you know, right now we're just trying to figure out what what the heck's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big change, um, and maybe it isn't. You know, it all kind of depends on how this all washes out in six months. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the uh, the outdoor space in Minnesota is um, four months. Yeah, it's four months, but it's it's, window, it, it's 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 when some restaurants make all their money. Yep. You know, I mean, we work with Leslie Buck, who owns uh, Psycho Susie's and Betty Dangers, and you know, she rakes in the dough on that patio at, at Psycho Susie's all summer. So if she can only put half the people out there, oh my God, you know, it's it's a killer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so you know, where's it going to go? I don't know. I think that. I think that one of the things that we've been talking about in the office is that um, hospitality has done a lot for healthcare mm-hmm. in the last, I'll call it, ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're bringing more comfort, more style into healthcare. Um, now it's time for healthcare to come back and give hospitality some things. So, looking at you know antimicrobial finishes and and how to keep things cleaner and. You know what? What's going to happen is we're going to start borrowing back from healthcare some of those things that help um, keep space more sanitary more quickly. That being said, I mean you can't go into a kitchen and, and, and it, the, a new kitchen in a restaurant is is sanitary, right? Every every surface is scrubbable. We've got UV lighting in there to kill bugs in the air and and uh, and flying insects as well. Um, you know, we've got um, Ecolab. You use UV lighting in kitchens and mm-hmm. restaurants? Has yeah. that long been the case? I mean, anybody that wants to make sure they're getting a clean kitchen, absolutely. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, so I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's already going back a house that people just don't even think about, mm-hmm. you know, which is great because I remember when I was a kid and I dated a girl in high school and she worked at the Taco Bell. I went back there once and I said, I'm never eating at Taco Bell again. <laughs> USDA grade D meat comes in a powder form. They just add hot water. Just to give you perspective, dog food is USDA grade C. <laughs> Does it build your immune system? Uh, yeah. Hey, no, 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 it no. also flushes out your your. In, your in all track. fairness, Taco Bell is one of my favorite places to eat for fast food now when I, when I go get I it. I have so. to admit, I run for the border more often than I would like to acknowledge. It is my default. More like run for the baño, man. Get out of here. <laughs> So, well, from I a think- restaurant perspective, I got I got three words for you. I got three words for you. Listeners of a certain age will understand. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Cone of silence. Oh, yeah. Does it mean anything? Yeah. <laughs> from Get Smart. And I've actually seen three or four restaurants that have these little um, glass enclosures that they've built for people to have kind of 
it creates intimacy. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's glass, so they can still see out. But they're using it to kind of control COVID. Here in the Twin Cities? or No, just... not so far. Okay. Um, but I'm sure it'll come. I'm sure it'll come. There'll be a lot of creativity that comes to this. I'm sure it will. Uh, you know, uh, it's interesting because, again, it's just so fluid right now. Um, and we've had so many restaurants that have, you know, bellied on us here. And But we've got a couple of gals that are working on a new restaurant that they hope to have open in time for people to come back, you know, in full force in downtown Minneapolis. So we'll see what happens. Life will go on. We'll yes. find a solution one way or the other. All right. right. Let's take one more drink and uh, – or one more drink. <laughs> one more break so I can have one more drink. <laughs> when we come back, we'll do the Habitation audio log and talk a little bit more. Stick with us. In Chicago. This is Dr. Sarah Brewer and Dr. LaShonda Jung from Roots Chiropractic. We all want a higher quality of life, but making that happen can be difficult. At Roots Chiropractic, we specialize in light touch specific neurological adjustments to support your body's natural ability to heal. From birth trauma to everyday bumps and falls and life's daily stresses, at Roots we offer natural, drug-free solutions to keep every baby, child, parent, and grandparent thriving. Are you ready to restore your energy and achieve overall health? We are located off of Minnetonka Boulevard in St. Louis Park. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram or on the web at rootschiropracticmn.com. Book your first appointment online today. Mention that you're an AM950 listener and receive the VIP discount of 50% off your initial exam. Roots Chiropractic, located in the Texatonka Plaza in St. Louis Park. Roots Chiropractic, empower your life and health. I'm going to write words that are so sweet They're going to shove you off of your feet A lot of kisses at the bottom Be glad I got them Yeah, going to smile and Welcome say, back to Drinking the Style. Dean Martin, thank you for the... Uh, <laughs> would probably be considered a certain level of schizophrenia <laughs> in modern uh, <laughs> psychological groups. Uh, we're joined by Tom Wismowen. Yes, perfect. His lawn. Uh, from Firm Ground. <laughs> Before I forget, Tom, how do people learn more about uh, F, G, A, and E? How do they learn more about, well, we have a website, you know, mm-hmm. www.firmgroundae.com. Okay. And we got lots and lots of different project types shown on there. And we've got uh, pictures of everybody on the team on there. Yeah. <coughs> It's a good site, actually. I was uh, I, I was running through it, and uh, you've got a lot of information, a lot of interesting projects. We talked a little bit. You did the original Psyche Psycho Susies. You well, not original, but we've been well, doing original, some, the re- okay. re- some remodel work, and we did the original Betty Dangers. Betty Dangers, yes, 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 yes. Forgive me. So <laughs> Mojitos learned, are working, Dan. Hey. <laughs> I've learned more about Ferris wheels than I thought I'd ever need to know. <laughs> so, Were you involved great. in the Ferris wheels, actually? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? So, yeah. So if you're ever going to buy anything custom made in Italy, you got to have somebody here on the team that speaks Italian, truck driver <laughs> in Italian to get shit done. All right. So well, you know, I thought I picked up a little bit of a carny energy to you when you came on <laughs> board. So well, you know, it's funny because the salesman is a 
is a typical New Jersey salesman. Oh, yeah, we could do that for you. You know, there's no problem. <laughs> and then it comes and says, oh, we can't do that. <laughs> Once you oh, come on. <laughs> Once he's distracted you long enough that you have to actually get the project done and you can't find anybody else. Yeah, I think Leslie was ready to shoot the, shoot somebody because it came and it's like, oh, yeah, it all matches UL listings. And it got here and the state, state electrical guy goes, yeah, it doesn't. Oh. So we spent like another 60K getting it re- rewired oh, to work. God. and. Uh, Stop my so. hands are getting sweaty just, just <laughs> thinking about it. But it's it's a lovely ride, and the view is beautiful. And, uh, yeah, they're building an apartment building next door that blocks the view a little bit. But you still got a great view of the river. It's, and, it's totally cool. If you're listening from out of town, Betty Dangers is this really cool bar, tiki bar, essentially, in Minneapolis that has an actual, now I've learned, a f- Italian Ferris wheel. And, really, if the Italians are known for anything, it's safety. Uh, so <laughs> just, just hop right on and you can check it going through. Let's do the habitation audio log and then we can get back to uh, talking to my guest, which is why he's here. Um, and this is an interesting one because I, uh, I crafted this in hopes of getting some feedback from the group here and possibly from, from listeners because I'm slightly ambivalent. Ambivalent, by the way. Dan, really? Yeah, I swear to God. Two. I swear to God. One word. One word in all the words that you spew. And you're going to go twice in one show? Yeah, I see that. I see your one word and I raise you F you. <laughs> hey, right. F you, isn't that what the mayor of Chicago said? To... No, okay. <laughs> it's a non political show. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Habitation Audio Log Installment 64. I've titled it Massage Parlor. Heard. I have your attention, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, okay. All right, so. So a friend of mine in the real estate business had an idea recently. While touring the district building, we stopped into a curious little 900-square-foot space on the creek level. Because it, uh, because it only has one window, it isn't optimal for showroom use. My plan was to bring a drapery or upholstery workroom in to occupy the suite, but my friend Marie had a different idea. She suggested that we bring in a non-industry partner who could use the lack of natural light to their benefit. Specifically, she suggested a high-end bodywork tenant. Think about it. A spouse who isn't really into the minutia of product selection could have his or her muscles relaxed uh, while the spouse uh, on the other side is uh, working through that minutia of uh, product selection. Um, specifically, you got 40, 50 flooring samples. You may not want to look at it. Why not let somebody else whittle it down to three? And then you can come up relaxed, rejuvenated, join that spouse in the penthouse flex space for a cocktail and final product selections. Gentlemen, what do you think? The concept of the district is that this is where you go to pick a variety of products that are required for a uh, a remodeling or redevelopment project. Take one space and instead make it mm, a little bit of a distraction. Good idea or bad? I say good. I think it's a great idea. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of if somebody's coming in to spend some money. Chances are both are not on board to spend some money. And regardless of not even wanting to see what's going on in the showroom and see other things, like 
I don't want to see how much money you're spending. If it was my significant other. Because <laughs> obviously, I'm the, I'm the one going to get the rub down. I'm not the one in the showroom like, oh, this this seems like it'll go really well with my uh, my coach. No, that's not my style. <laughs> but like, I'd be like, yes, you know, g- give me the rub down. Let's have a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Take away the stress of how much you just put us into debt because we we have a beautiful homestead now. <laughs> so you're trying to give everybody a happy ending. Oh, Same. <laughs> I can't believe you were the one to bring that up. But well played, sir. Well played. I thought for sure one of us would drop that bomb. Sorry, I, 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 I was holding back. I'm a fan of friends. <laughs> Tom Wasmoen is now a true friend of the show, is all I necessarily say. No, but what do you think? You're in the in the industry. You do a lot of commercial. Is this yeah. a good use of the space, or is this an incongruous outlier that is doomed for failure? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I think this. it's worth. I think it's worth a run. You know, borrow Greg that that uh, that UV light that you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely under UV because there will be some sanitation things that are involved. With this, <laughs> by the way. Yes, you would. We'll do UV lighting throughout that space <laughs> all the time, all the time, <laughs> all the time. So you get you get a rub down and a tan. <laughs> But no, it's 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 an interesting concept, and uh, you know, and again, the the idea is, you know, we want to have critical mass in the district building of people, and getting as many projects are done, uh, done, uh, many part of a, parts of a project is done as, as can be done. Wow, so sorry. Um, I've always said that people that have a lot of money that spend they spend money on on taking care of their bodies, they live longer. So I think it's not a bad idea. Actually, it probably would be something that would be used. All right, being serious about it for a second. So there's unanimity amongst you guys that this is actually a nice value add to the entire project. Could be. All right. Shout out to Marie Lemaire, by the way. I noticed you were hedging, but I'm going to let it go because it's <laughs> validated at least. You know. Did you did you find a, a place or a person yet? No. Okay. You got well, somebody? We can chat about that. I know a lot of people that are in the business. Uh, I bet you do. <laughs> no, no, like in, in a in a serious way. That's going to tell launch me onto a whole story about the uh, gay bathhouse in downtown Minneapolis that I worked worked on remodeling after the gay bathhouse moved out. This is the story we're talking about now. It was right here on my list. Tom, you have been forever associated with gay bathhouses. <laughs> where, where was the big gay bathhouse located? It was on First Avenue, right, where, uh, I don't know what if there's a restaurant in that building. First, first and what? First and right. Oh. On the light rail or up or down? Uh, north of the light rail. Okay. Oh, it's like fourth, and those, oh, I know exactly where that is. Those are apartments now. I bet you do. Yeah, yeah. Remember, we put apartments on the on on the floors above when yeah. we remodeled the building. Yeah. We put apartments up there, and there was a restaurant on the first floor. Uh, I don't know what's there now. The restaurant now is uh, I don't know if it's there anymore, but it's like Dong Hei Ho. It's a uh, it's a Korean spot. Oh, okay. Are you telling me that it was a gay bathhouse and now it's called Dung Hey Ho? It's it's, it's it's close to that. It's Dung Dao. I, I forget. It's I've never been there before. So the the uh, um. There was a landscape architect on the first floor of that building originally, and the gay bathhouse sprung a leak. And in those old buildings, those old wood floors. Was it called the big gay bathhouse? <laughs> I don't know what it was called. Oh, uh, that'd be it's, awesome. It's, it's, Hang on, let me check my phone. It sprung, <laughs> it sprung a leak, and so the water leaked down into the landscape architect's office, and those old wood floors just 
Uh, pulled that water up and it was like walking over waves. Oh. It was unbelievable. You know, if you're so, underneath a gay bathhouse, that is not your number one concern you, is the you flooring. Can. And yet, it's what gets you. You can take somebody on a date to the BGB and take them to the BLB. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> so, anyway, we did we did, know, we did remodel that building and we we did a nice job with it. So, <laughs> good for you. Do you guys know? You know that the the building that is uh, diagonally across from Mercy, it's the old National Camera and Video uh-huh. building. We we talked about this at one point. I looked at that building once uh, for something, and underneath uh, in the lower level is actually an old early 20th century whorehouse that is that was at least a year and a half ago still intact. All of the rooms, the red the wallpaper. You got to see it, right? Yeah. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, I know. History. I know. It was history. I think. Well, this took a weird direction. Yeah. It? <laughs> it did. History, his story, whatever. By the way, Tom, if you would like to share this podcast, this broadcast with any of your clients, I'm happy to forward you a downloadable version. Um, before we go, because we're almost out of time, and I, uh, I did want to ask, you mentioned that you are doing some really unique things for some of your clients and people in need uh, who need to rebuild after the recent unrest. Tell us quickly a little bit about that. Well, real quickly. So we have um, we have a couple of clients that are in the area where a lot of buildings have burned. So um, I've just I was just on the phone before this this um, show with one of them saying, you know, we're we're more than willing to do some pro bono work to try and figure out what to do next because the building is a write off. So um, we need to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, some buildings are not. Uh, you know, the shell is still intact. And we're willing, if people want to reach out to us and and give us a call, we're willing to do some pro bono work to try and help uh, get people back uh, on their feet with their buildings, to do some remodel work, and to get uh, permits set, you know, back through the city so we can get the work done of restoration. So Good for you. Yeah. Tom Wadmoen, you are a fabulous guy. And, uh, again, F-G-A-N-E, firm ground, total thumbs up. Folks, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. La 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 la